podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. And there it is. Sutton United have the GM Vauxhall Conference have put down first division Coventry City. Winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never won like this. But the whistle goes down. You like the Sun United. Sutton United the National League are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football's perennial non-league club. They've won the 123-year crescendo reaches a new peak for Sutton United, who are promoted to the Football League for the first time. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. I think we are actually live, um, so I, I may have cracked it. We may not be, but who knows, we might be live. Um, so if you're listening live, just give us a shout. And Well, probably won't remember to look at it, but hello anyway. Um, joining me on today's episode, we have returning couple of guests. We have Joe, who's back after a few weeks. Hi, Joe, you all right? Yeah, Mike, I'm good. How are you? Very well, thank you. And we've also got the right to reply coming back after a few months and been shit talked, quite frankly, for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, is Josh the nephew? Hello, Josh, podcast kid. How are you? Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, just... <laughs> this, this name's come about in the last few weeks. Um, well, it's better than yeah. the other name, faint boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, better than that. I'll take that one over that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, nice to be here. <laughs> good, good. Everyone was worried about you, uh, but you want to let them all know you're all right. Yeah, I'm all good, everyone. Um, <laughs> sorry for the medical emergency. It didn't. It wasn't during the game. Nothing had to be stopped, so I did it before. Um, <laughs> we were, but I'm all good. And we were ordered to leave just before Rob's penalty. <laughs> we made the decision we're going to go. Um, so... We're going to have a lot to talk about, so we will get through it because we do have a Wimbledon guest hopefully joining us at some stage in the show as well. Um, I Goodness knows where to start. So I think I'm going to start with the breaking news. Um, Joe, we'll start with you. What do you think about Dave coming home? Very happy. Um, I um, I kind of... We, well, the first time I came on here, we talked about our business in January and we said... He's not getting any game time at Peterborough. So he said that'd be a lovely reunion. And he was obviously so good for us, Matt's first signing. Um, my only concern is, uh, obviously, he'll play in the right wing. But does that, as we've seen Josh kind of go up front in the last few games, playing for Donovan, does that mean he slots in there? Or, I don't know, because Josh has been very good for us. He's He's injected pace into the right. And it's just, I don't know. I feel that it could be a very good signing, but... The, is he going to be the same player? Are we going to come? Is he going to come back and play like he did last season or the season before that? Or is he going to be? Is he not going to have that same? I don't know. Want to go forward like he always did, and that's what kind of concerns me. Uh, but mainly, I'm just very happy he's back because I think that's a very good bit of business that we need, bit of quality that we need in just going forward because the amount of chances we create and the amount of goals we actually score are disproportionate to say the least. So I'm very, very happy um, to have him back. I just want to make sure that Josh gets a 
decent amount of playing time and still fits into the side because yeah. he's still been good this year. Absolutely. And, and uh, yourself, Josh, what, what are your thoughts? Um, pretty much the same. I mean, it's a great bit of business, but I'm, I'm looking at the amount of strikers we've got and I'm thinking, where are they going to get the opportunities? They have a lot of strikers um, up there. And, you know, Killian, when he came on, I thought he was excellent. Um, I mean, um, last night and, you know, so many other players. Now we've got Dave and he's going to... Fans are going to want him to start. Um, I want him to start basically every game, um, but I'm. I, I think we did need a quality back, um, and I think I do feel a bit slow for Enzio. He had this opportunity there. You know, Dave's gone. Yes, my time to shine, and he's back <laughs> a few months yeah. later. So, um, but no, good business. Yeah, absolutely. It's. Um, I'm just hoping we get Dave early part of last season, not second half of last season where perhaps he was worried about potentially moving but he's a definite fans favourite it's a definite one for the fans people have been talking about it for a few weeks so um, yeah hopefully it gives us that bit of uh, that boost that motivation another big player back um, talking a big player back that leads me see the smoothness of this now it leads me into Ben coming back from injury Josh, let's start with you. What are your, what are your thoughts on the Ben uh, Goodlift getting a nice 70 minutes last night? I was happy that he got the 70 minutes. I, I mean, I wasn't expecting him to play. I thought it was January. I thought he was going to come back. And he's, he's come back um, yesterday. And he did did well. Did well. I thought a few times he was a bit edgy. He's like, get, get that ball away from me. I don't want it. You know, um, a little bit of missed passes. But overall, solid. Got that little bit of harmony between in the defence and... Well, he did all right for 70 minutes and, and safe and sound in bu- bubble wrap again uh, until the next game. <laughs> but yeah, very good performance. Next game, Sunday. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. um, what, were your thoughts, what were your thoughts, Joe? Yeah, I, I couldn't really agree more. A um, few wayward clearances. Um, just, but that that's that. Um, he did very, I think... I haven't seen our kind of just challenging for the ball so assured in a while. Um, whenever it was a goal kick or went up for it, he often, he didn't lose many headers. And I think we've, we've, we've been okay with headers, but I think we just had a bit, bit more dominance in that front. I felt that we were getting the second balls a bit quicker. There was a bit more, more comfortable around the back line. And adding on to what I said earlier about Dave and so did Josh, Enzio has been starting to get better at that right wing back position he's not a right wing back by nature but he's starting to really grow into that and um yesterday I think we saw our defense apart from the goal which like they'd grown into the game but it didn't really do much I think Enzio was good coming forward I think Ben and Louis were pretty assured at the back no no any like major worries obviously Sam went off um but Joe played well I think overall it was just there was a bit more stability and there wasn't any moments where I thought there's something could go wrong here. When Aaron Pierre came on, then um, it was a bit rocky, but I suppose he has an eye. He's a bit like Charlie Kendall in the sense he's, he played eight or well, 10 minutes against Tranmere, made a brilliant tackle and then was out for another two months and it's kind of just been a stop start. So I'm not going to blame him for that. But I think just to see Ben back in the side is a brilliant start. He's done brilliant with with his recovery to get an ACL in basically start of August and to be back late December. I think is that shows commitment or just a very lucky recovery. But very very good to see him back in the side. Hope he's playing on New Year's Day. 
yeah, he it's definitely a terrible injury. He um he did say himself a few of the first early touches were shitting it a little bit, and uh, <laughs> uh, we, we kind of said similar, didn't we, Josh? We were like, okay, just give it to someone who can pass the ball, just win it, give it. Um, but yeah, Aaron as well um, had no real preseason, needed time to get fit with us, got himself fit, got on for his first match, eight ten minutes, and um, was out again. So he's going to need to rebuild again. Um, but yeah, good to see both of them back. Um, you mentioned it, a bit of a downside seeing Sam having to go off. Um, we can we can kind of understand why there's the panic with obviously his, his, his various injuries that he's had or neural condition it was described as. Um, but Matt's interview afterwards did say it was just literally a nosebleed that had hopefully stopped now. It's what his actual words were. So yeah, that was a couple of hours later. So hopefully it has. Um, but on the on the game, um, the ref was a, a subject of a conversation or two. Um, Josh, I was there with your for your thoughts. Um, what, what did you think of the, the ref, Joe? What, what... Um, yeah, I don't like to. I I I don't want to say anything bad against we, refereeing because we, I have a horrible won. feeling that we're gonna. We won the game. Yeah, we're he did great. <laughs> he did great. He didn't give any. He didn't give any penalties against us. So I loved him. Um, no, it was um, just a few. It was just very odd. There were several that we got into these patterns of throw-ins, especially at the start of the second half, where we'd 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 get so far and then it'd be headed out for a throw-in, and then there might be a little foul, and they he'd give that. But then there were several which were just cynical, kind of cynical little fouls, which he was would be giving smaller than that, and then he just didn't give them, and it was just kind of very. It was a bit inconsistent, but like. We won, so yeah, that's exactly what we were saying. Exactly what we were saying, Josh. The the consistency is: give it, don't give it, but be the same. Um, Yeah, there was a worrying moment. I thought Ben had given away a penalty. Um, Was that first half? I think it was first half. Um, Yeah, first half. He was a little bit outpaced, and there was a definite um, push, but um, wasn't given for whatever reason. So. as you say, we love the ref when he does that. But <laughs> overall, yeah, I mean, Josh's dad was with us last night and he's essentially a neutral in these kind of things and he just he said, oh, I can't watch this. The referees will frustrate me at this level. Um, so <laughs> that tells us everything. <clears throat> but he's used to VAR in Premier League. So <laughs> like um, but we had a great cross from Eastie. Uh, oh, for- yeah. Omar to then um, shoot but miss and get an own goal again. Yeah, <laughs> it came off their defender for an Oggy instead. Um, we'll take it. <laughs> but well deserved yeah. at that point, I thought. Um, getting towards the sixty-minute mark, I think we checked the league table, Josh, and at that point we, we had Tranmere and Doncaster losing, uh, drawing, Wimbledon yeah. losing, and we were up to thirteenth. Yeah. We were like, "Way, what's all this?" And then suddenly remembered it's only one nil. <laughs> And uh, they scored a goal. Have either of you watched it back again or not? I the haven't goal. watched it back. Oh, um, I remember yeah. watching it live and I was thinking it was good. Yeah. I thought. Um, I am. Um... Sorry, go on. Who? You. Who? No, you go. <laughs> well, I thought he got his oh, feet okay. wrong. Um... <laughs> Who? 
This has gone so wrong. You Sorry. go. You stick. Yeah. Okay. I thought the, the guy got his feet wrong, and I was like, if he's going to shoot, that's going way over. And then he steadied himself and, and shot. That's what it looked like to me on the first viewing. And it, it went in. I thought, he's got lucky there, really. Um, but actually watching it back again, it was actually just a great hit. Um, it was someone else that got in the way, I think. So, Joe, go on yeah. your thoughts. I was literally about to say what you just said. Um, um, yeah, I was, I was stood, I'm trying to think, where our dugout is, I was stood slightly to the right of it. Um, so I got kind of the behind view of him and Jack just got completely blindsided by, I think it was Enzio. Um, or I can't, it was Enzio, it was someone, uh, it might have been Louis, but I'm not sure it was, but, um, it was a very good strike because he could see that there was about two or three bodies and it was because of a dodgy clearance from Aaron, but we don't, we don't talk about that. He's still coming back from injury. Um, But you know, it is fine. Um, But it was, yeah, it was just, it's a bit of a weird one because I don't know, it was really well placed. I didn't have any much, it didn't have much power on it. I don't think from what I could tell, it just kind of was well placed in a place where I think Jack only saw it the moment it got past um, the defender. And I think if it's with such good accuracy, I think he could just not get there. Um, and it, 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 I suppose it's making do of what you have. Gillingham didn't have anything in the first half. They were using the smallest striker, apart from Dom Telford, one of the smallest strikers I've ever seen. And <laughs> to try and get in between our central defenders and win any foul he could. Um, and had nothing much going on. Um, had a swerving strike, but against Jack, who saved it well. But other than that, it was nothing. But I think, I mean, if you take your chances, they took their chance because they saw it was a mass, kind of a bit of a mass of bodies, and we were a bit all at sea, which we can get like that. That was the only time last night I felt we were a bit flustered. But other than that, we were fine. Yeah, I mean, it's disappointing in that we've now, we're now, they've scored over 25% of their league goals against us. And um, I think they're only two goals from set open play against us as well. Um, but you know what, we can be charitable. Um, Eastie was trying that, as again, Ben described as toe curlers um, all night. And it was getting a little bit, why is he doing that? Why, why? And then he, he pops up in the 94th minute and yeah. scores a winner. And you're like, do what you like, it's fine. <laughs> We've <laughs> never doubted you, Eastie, at all. Fair. Um, a little bit happy at that point, were we? Yes, what? absolutely. Just, <laughs> you saw my just, just a bit. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I had, a, I had a bit of a mare because um, I, I, we had to go, we had to go home because our last train. So we had to leave at 80, oh, 86. Oh no, you um, were one of those that left. I know, we had a met and I, I was like, we could stay because there was one more train and then we was like, we could get a string of buses. But I was like, I, I just had such a bad sinking feeling it was going to be a 1-1 one, one draw. <laughs> I just didn't have great feelings. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I don't want the stress of taking an hour and a half to go home and <laughs> rather than a 40 minute journey. So I was like, you know what? Let's go. A 1-1 one, one draw, that's fine. We'll stay, oh, we'll stay, we'll stay where we are 15th. And then I'm 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 on the Southern train home. Oh uh, no, I'm off the Thames I'm waiting at Sutton, and I see Craze, and 
genuinely I, I was with I was with my mate he was just on his phone I screamed I scared him <laughs> I, I was the only one of the only people in the station screen I was like hey Scott oh, I was r- ridiculous um but yeah I was very happy it just was not amongst many other very happy people it was in a desolate <laughs> station at 10 o'clock at night which was yeah I'm sure if you had CCTV you just see someone if you just see someone go like this <laughs> randomly but um yeah it was it was good. I um, from what I saw before I left, um, Tope and Killian really did kind of yeah. do 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 very well. And I watched the um, I watched the highlights. Um, and my mate, one of my mates who was still there, filmed the bits of it, and they really kind of put a shift in that last ten minutes. Um, because I, even when I think I. Killian came on just after the goal and Killian was just being completely, no matter who's in my way, I'm getting through. And Tope was linking up well with the midfielders. He was taking any shots. And I think not to criticise Omar and Donovan, but that personally for me, I think that is something that we need to do more of. We just need to take more shots. Um, I think we we getting so many chances at 20 yards out. Same we did it with Enzio last night. There are a few chances in that last 10 minutes where we just shot and it, it, even though it didn't work, it worked in the end because Eastie was 15 yards out yeah. and he probably wouldn't have scored unless with a deflection. It was just like, you've got to hit it. And I think Toppe and Killian have just that hunger to be in that side. And I don't know if maybe maybe Matt gives them a game in a midweek game in January, February and just says, right, you two start up front and show, show us that hunger because we've seen it before in the Papa John's Trophy. And I just think maybe maybe with Dave on the right and Will on the left. I think that could be four players who want to really, with pace, with aggression, and with just that determination, maybe see, okay, can we just get more shots on target? Because I think that if we get those, then we create chances for ourselves. Yeah, I mean, your your favourite Ali last night was a little bit, seemed to be a bit shot shy as well. Um, there was a couple of times you're like, shoot, trigger, trigger, no, no, why is he looking for the pass? So, yeah. um, don't, don't know, don't know what's, what's um, going on there, but... Um, we got the win. We're happy with the win. Let's, um, we are. We are. Matt made a very, very good point, I thought, in his interview afterwards. Um, Gillingham will probably feel like they were robbed a little bit and should have got a draw. Um, however, we felt we were robbed and should have got a draw off of their place. If we're both drawn, we would. if we're drawn both, we would have both had two points. But as it is, we, we feel robbed and we've got three points. We're both actually a point better off than we would have been if, if we got <laughs> what we actually deserved from the game. So it, it's not bad at all, really. Um Right, I did ask some people for some messages. Um, only one's responded, so thanks, everyone. Um, so I'm just going to play a little <laughs> clip from Gabriel um, and see what you guys think afterwards as well. Um, he's just got a, a little his little thoughts on the game and so on. And while you're listening to this, have a little think, because I will be coming back to you for the player of the day as well. So just, he's, I think it's okay. about a minute or so. So. Hi, Mike. Greetings from Bucharest. To me, this, uh, this result puts... Uh, behind for good the worries about relegation, which, in my opinion, were quite real at a certain point when we we linked 10 uh, games in which we were last in the form guide, having only eight points out of of 10 games and very, very few goals scored. What changed in the last six games was rather the, the... confidence, the fighting spirit and defensive organization, which is more, even before getting Ben back, more at the last year's level. If we want to speak about 
a playoff bid, we should have somehow sort uh, also the offensive situation in which, okay, Bugil had very good games lately, but there's no one there to help him. So I really hope that the, the latest good results haven't put the board off the, the idea that we still need some, uh, some reinforcements in the offensive department. It will be a very interesting game on Sunday against uh, Wimbledon, and I'm uh, I'm really sorry that I will miss it. I will certainly watch it on iFollow, and uh, I really hope our string of wins against Wimbledon will will carry on, as uh, they're undefeated since our uh, last game against them. So we jumped ahead a little bit with the, the thoughts of Wimbledon. But in general, what, similar to what we were saying is we've, we've got Omar, who, who seems to be doing a lot of donkey work with no one up there to, to help him out um, at the moment. Um, some of it's dated because obviously we've signed Dave since he sent the message through. Um, but what were your thoughts on that, Josh? Similar, thanks, agree, disagree with any of that? Um, yeah, I, I agree. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, sorry, I just yeah, realised. Sorry, you can't hear me. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I thought, yeah, with, with the point about Omar doing most of the work, I was expecting him to kind of him and Josh to work better. Omar to be kind of the hold up play, and Josh making a run in. Kind of, I mean, Tope did it amazingly when he came on, um, and a hold up play. You could see that last night. He was really, really good. Omar was trying to do that a bit. Throughout the game, he just had two or three players on him at all times. It's just every throw in, every corner, they just swarm on him. He's got like two or three bodies, and then you know it's really hard for him to to get a look in. Um, but um, but no, I think attacking wise, we were we were good. First half, there were some moments where we did some you know crisp passing. He was moving a bit faster. We're getting out to the wings faster. Getting you know crosses in. That's what I liked more. We were getting crosses. Will. <laughs> keeps cutting in side. That's one thing I'd love him to change up a little bit because he, he was getting predictable and the Gillingham players were knowing that he's going like, to cut inside and then he'd, they'd break off of it. But apart from that, I mean, it, it was it was a right attacking performance. I just think um, I'd like to see Omar get in the box, you know, get the, be like a more, you know, like a poaching, you know, get get into get into the areas for the cross and kind of what he did with his goal. I'd like to get him see him in those positions more. Um or he needs to hold up play, which then Josh needs to be closer to him and link up more. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. True. Lovely. And Joe, your thoughts? Um I agree with the fact that like relegation I think is pretty much I don't think we will. I think we've got the the strength and number. I'm throw this back in five months. And please <laughs> oh no! Nah. Forget yeah, I said that. Crawling Start again. Plus, crawling uh, plus one. That's what it's going to be. Let's <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. Surface no. plus one. No, crawl, crawling and Gillingham. Yeah. Cra- um, uh, so <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah. I agree with everything Josh has said. Agree about Omar. Um, I've already said it. Uh, what like this is going to be a bit of a controversial take, but I'm willing to put myself out here with it. Donovan, what does he give us over Tope or Killian? 
in the side. Um, yeah. I know, like, he's more experienced than the other two. Well, mm-hmm. one's 18 or 19, the other's 22. But Donovan scored at Doncaster and he scored. Is that it? Northampton, I think. He's meant Northampton. Yeah, he scored at Northampton to make it 2 1. Like, that's. He's, he's, our, he's our out and out. He's meant to be our out-and-out striker and Toppe scored more than him in subs appearances against Mansfield, Barrow, Chelsea, in the Papa Johns. But if he had more chances, like he could have scored against Wimbledon, could have scored yesterday. It's not he like he's not trying. Yeah. I, he should have scored, but we won. So I'm not going to <laughs> We'll take it, we'll it. take um, it. So, yeah, I think I, we will. Um, I just, I just, I, I think... I agree with that. I think Josh and Omar, I thought it would be a bit of a better solution. I think Josh was very, very good in September, October, but he just didn't have anything much to work with in the rest of the team. He was brilliant against Mansfield, brilliant uh, again at the back post, I can't remember who against Harrogate. Um, And I think he just played really well. I just think we just don't have that. Um, And... If I'm saying, I know this is going to wind you up because we've got about 50 strikers. <laughs> but if we need to offload a striker, I don't know because uh, T- Kwame Thomas hasn't done Yeah, I, I, suspect, I suspect we're going to, um, Kwame and Charlie are going to be moved on. I'm, I don't know, obviously, if there's any plan for either Tope or Killian to go back out on loan to get the game time. I wouldn't. Um, yeah, it's the game time they need. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I yeah, think Donovan true. I think Donovan when he got suspended for three games he he was vastly missed and I think people realised a lot of the work he did when he wasn't there to do it um, but yeah absolutely he, we we don't play to his strengths this is why we had a bit of a joke a few weeks ago when um, people were saying Holland should come out on a, to a League One League Two club and we're <laughs> like well, there's no point coming to Sutton we'll absolutely ruin him <laughs> he'd go back and never score again um, but. We are going to move on, um, but before we do, um, I do want your thoughts. So it's going to be, luckily I get away with it because there's two of you. So it's going to be um, your choice of player of the day. We'll start with you, Joe, in just one sec. So, Joe, give us your first choice. Okay. Um... I'm going to go. You know what? I think he was so good when coming on. I'm going to go Toppe. Toppe? I think he changed the game. I think Excellent. he did change the game. I know. It, it, I'm not saying I'm not discounting anyone else's performance. I just think he, okay. he, I, he I think he changed the game. It's, it's a player of the day. You can nominate him for any reason you like. It's not man of the match. Yeah. It's player of the day. Um, so whatever you like. Josh, go on. Your first, your first one. I have to go for Eastie. I have to. You, the man's got an assist and a goal, a brilliant assist, a last-minute goal. I have to choose him. He was brilliant for me. Technically, has he got the assist? Because oh, well, I, well, Omar crossed the no, ball in for the defender to knock it in. The cross was amazing. <laughs> the cross was absolutely I'm not disagreeing amazing. with you at all. Don't worry. I'm not, I agree. And Joe, so your, your second choice. Well, Eastie would have been my second choice. Um... <laughs> I think I'll put my second choice as Enzio. Enzio? Um, I think he I think he did better 
Um, that, that sounds harsh. Um, no, he's he did a lot better at right wing back. I think he played very well coming forward and on the overlap. I think he, I maybe at points was a lot more dangerous than Will yesterday. Um, because obviously you said Will became predictable. So I think MZO. Yeah, he yes. So he, he he was supposed to be playing on the right wing and ended up playing left back. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fine. And Josh, your your. Second and um, I'm going to go with Killian. I thought he was absolutely Killian? amazing when he came on. As again, again, I mean, he looks just a little bit more direct. He was like, "Right, I want this ball. I want to go. Let's, you know, let's get this goal. Let's get this attack going." And then he was able to beat the man. He was holding it up, and I just thought when he came on, he was absolutely brilliant for me. Okay, well, be ready to get some pelters on on Twitter. Don't worry, people will be like, "You can't." You... <laughs> <laughs> neither are you on Twitter so it doesn't matter <laughs> it's fine thank you for taking the time to listen to Sutton United Talk Time on podcast the Sutton Podcast if you are new to the show hello and you are very welcome hope you enjoy what we do it's a very simple format we get a few people on to talk about the game that's just gone and then we preview the next game coming up we are available on most podcast platforms where you can listen rate and review if you find that we're not on your preferred platform please let me know and i'll sort that for you if anyone would like to support the podcast you can find out how with more information on the website which is www.suttonpodcast.com and there's a tab where you can find out how to be a guest as well Please find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok with the username at Sutton Podcast. Every like, follow and share is really appreciated. Hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. Right, we are going to move on because very, very patiently and I'm so sorry, (laughs) we have Ben who um, may have gone off to make a cup of tea. I don't know. Ben, are you with us? Oh no, he is there. (laughs) No, I am. Um, Thank you for being so patient, Ben. Um, We, he has gone now, hasn't he? He's now. He's gone. He's, he's gone. gone. Cup of tea now. Okay. Unbelievable. <laughs> just, I just got to the point of introducing him, and he went. Oh, know. he is. He's back again. <laughs> I was just going to say he's in. He's in. He's in Wales, and he's lost yep. his internet. Um, there we go. So, Ben, you're a Wimbledon supporter. Um, I am indeed. Yep. We we first started knowing you um five years ago or so when we were doing the the, the cup run and yep. um people were going now we're not talking to this bloke because he, he works he works for a publication and then yep. we realized oh, actually no he's all right we don't mind him at all <laughs> so well, I, I i mean i used to live in in sutton um you, i used to live I, on uh, whitaker road so always going to watch sutton as much as i could um and i've got a good few friends there as well so uh i've got kind of got a foot in in two told, camps at the moment. Yeah, I've been told it with some of your your friends. I wouldn't I wouldn't be claiming them if I were you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but just tell us a little bit about yourself um, and yep. uh, your Wimbledon supporting things. Essentially, it's it's who are you? Don't cringe, I, you two. Well, Don't cringe. It's funny. It's funny. This is my uncle, man. <laughs> this is my uncle. Um, I am uh, so Ben sorry. Hunt and a, a long-suffering Wimbledon fan. Um, and I'm also F1 journalist at The Sun. So I spend most of my time doing that. And when I'm back, I'm watching Wimbledon. So, yeah. Okay. So this is, this is why I got these two boys... Oh, I didn't necessarily know about Joe, <laughs> but Josh, I know, is a massive F1 fan. So I was like, right, you're oh, such a big F1 fan. <laughs> well, oh, there we go. God. So, Ben, do you want to explain? That's insane. Do you, do you remember why <laughs> it was you couldn't come on to do the 
the previous one, what what the conversation was. I can't I, I can't remember. Where, uh, where was I? Was I going to Abu Dhabi or Mexico you, you, or Austin? You were already you were already there. And I'm like, okay. and you, you were like, that's it. Oh, can we do it at such and such time? And I'm like, oh, that's a really weird, awkward time. Why yeah. And you're like, and you're like, well, I'm in Abu Dhabi at the moment. I'm like, why is he? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember this job. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll scrub it till next time. It's fine. Yeah, I mean it's quite oh. difficult. I'm, I'm probably away. For, my wife tells me she keeps a, a tally of these days, but I'm away for something like 140 <laughs> days a year. So wow. it makes it quite hard watching um, football. Um, I follow's helped and being able to do that. But I've also moved. I'm, I'm in Chichester now, so I'm no longer in in Sutton. So I'm even further away from from Wimbledon. But I do get back and. Uh, <laughs> I watch them as much as I can. I, I watched the uh, win over Leighton Orient recently, um, and like everyone else, I follow when um, when you can. Yeah, absolutely. So the the last few seasons have been a good rise, um, but the last couple seasons not. Yeah, so so great. Yeah, I think I think it was inevitable. We we knew that um, we would struggle in League One. Um, you know, we 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 didn't have the budget to compete. Uh, we obviously had the uh, the debt of the ground and and everything else uh, to worry about. But um, I think it was no surprise. I, I say no surprise to go out of League One. I think the way that we did it was a surprise. Bearing in mind we didn't you know win for something like what was it ten months, eleven months? There was some ridiculous statistic, um, and yet it still come down to the last day of the season, and then we were eventually pushed through. Um, and I thought, okay, well, let's see how we go. Um, we had a fairly good pre-season, but then we, we started pretty badly in League Two, and I thought, oh, no, here we go. New manager, um, things aren't quite working, but um, thankfully, we, we, we've stuck by him, and, you know, we're, we're making a little bit of progress. I think, um, like yourselves, you know, you had a, a bit of a tough start to the year. Um, the second season's always tough, um, you know, in the Football League, and I think Wimbledon found that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're both sort of hitting form now um, at the key time. You know, over Christmas, you need to get as many points as possible, and then the idea is to keep it going until the um, until the end. But um, I think my biggest concern isn't really the uh, the Sutton game. I think it's the transfer window and potentially losing a couple of our players. I think that's always been the Wimbledon way ever since you know when we used to be in the Premier League and and you know those sort of days. You always fear about losing your top top players and. That's what I'm worried about, you know. Um, Ayuba Sal is definitely one that uh, I don't want to see go, but um, he's definitely capable of playing, you know, championship even at the moment. So, um, very good player. Yeah, I mean, I was I was looking for a few old sort of comments and tweets, and something came up about the game that we played um, at your place back in October, and it's yeah. quite funny to sort of read from how many of them are saying that um, Johnny Jackson's got to go. That's it. Yeah. End of. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Yeah. I mean, it was a bit of a war, and um, it, it was. Well, they always are. Look, these Wimbledon Sutton games. I, I can't remember a friendly one. You know, it, it, there's, there's always something, isn't there? I mean, you know that that FA Cup game um, at, at Gander Green Lane, and I remember getting roughed up there, and then going to Kings Meadow. It was even worse. And I remember um, Craig Eastman's tackle, um, and I think Wimbledon fans still haven't got over that. That, do you um, know I, I I maintain, and I've said it for ages, that that tackle was what won the game. Because yeah. at that point, we were all really quiet. Yeah. And we weren't doing much. And it was a good tackle. We have watched it back many times yeah. on, on YouTube. And because you guys were giving him such stick, it kind of woke us all up to go, no, nah, we're, not, we're not having this, we're not having this. And we really didn't stop them for the, for the rest of the game. Um, no, that's... I mean, I, I, I really like... 
Craig. I mean, and he was he was great during the FA Cup run and talking to him um, and spending you know quite a bit of time with him. I kind of learned to respect him, you know, so much as a pro. And he's a fantastic player. I'm great, you know. I'm very glad that he stayed at Sutton because he's mm. he's a real a real footballer um, and a real person. And I think he encapsulates so much of that spirit. And you know, listening to you guys talking about that, you know, the game at, at Gillingham. To me, it sounds like he's the man that sort of spearheaded that. I know that you, you players come off the bench and you know did, did bits and bobs, but ultimately he's the driving force. And when he has a good day, the team is simply unstoppable. And he has that ability to get revved up for these Wimbledon games, and I'm I'm fearing the worst again from from him. Yeah, he does he does he does very fit nicely into the whole ethos of the of the shithousery. We, 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 yes, we, we, we do well. Well, we, 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 the thing is, we, we have our own now um, in Harry Pell, yeah, who's, yeah. who's a master at this. And, um, you know, he's the, it was so funny watching the game against Leighton Orient and watching how wound up they were getting. Um, you know, it's frustrating, but that is part of football now, isn't it? You know, we talk about yeah. winning free kicks and winning fouls and, you know, all of a sudden that's now just part of the language of football. And I don't like it, but unfortunately that's just where we're at. And... Um, you know he's pretty good at it, so uh, it'll be interesting watching those two in the middle of the park. Yeah, I have a very distinct line between the shithousery, which is bending on the yeah. the, cheat, the cheating. I think there was someone on Twitter the other day that showed I can't remember which game it was, but someone just blatantly diving and no yeah. one was around him, and they go, oh, "I can't stand this kind of shithouse." And I'm like, "That's not that's cheating. That, that, that's a yeah, definite cheat. That's that's right. not, yeah, if there's contact or anything, and you make the most of it, that's one thing." The only thing that I do get sometimes frustrated is when he does his little uh, jumping to the floor and the, the play doesn't stop. And it's mm. like, you've got a break on. But he's, <laughs> he's, he's very good at it. Love, love him to pieces. And can't believe he's only 32 years of age. Um, yeah. He, he seems to be with us for, forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you've got two young, I think, fullbacks or wingbacks. Yeah, um, we have. Um, both come through the, the academy. Um, you know, and I, and I think that you know, they're, they're probably, at the moment, probably the best fullbacks in the league. Um, you know, two very, very good players, good going forward, but defensively as well, they're very strong. And, you know, it's an incredibly young team. I think we went down last year, but um, the average age at one point was something like 22 years and three or four months. You know, it was the youngest team in the whole of the, the football league and obviously, I would imagine, non-league as well. So it's an incredibly youthful team. Um We've added a bit more experience, but um, it's still quite a young side. You know, the old heads like Chris Gunther, which brings everything down, um, you know, and, and Pierce at the back. But um, they're not playing at the moment because the guys that have stepped in have, have done a really good job while they've been away. So, um, you know, they're going to be on the bench. I think we're going to be, you know, a fairly young team. Um, probably Woodyard will probably be the oldest player um, player there and, he, and he'll play in the middle of the park. But 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 generally, I think you know it's it's quite good. Um, we've got, got quite a good mix there at the moment. Yeah, and you've got a, a very good goalkeeper who we're very much looking forward to welcoming back. Hopefully, he'll be yeah, good. yeah, yeah, he was good for you guys, and and I and, and he's been he's been good for us in parts. I mean, there's a few mistakes he made last year. You know, when we were going down, and you know, a lot of the fans started picking on him, but. Um, you know he's now he's now done over a hundred appearances for the club, and it's great that they have stuck by him because I do think he is a class act and class goalie. Yeah, and I I think we I mean we get that a bit more. We understand it a bit more. Like Joe and Josh, if a player comes in, he's absolutely perfect and wonderful, and never makes a mistake. 
he's not playing with you for very long. He's off on his way to somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so all players are going to have certain limitations. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's the fan base needs to kind of understand that and um, yeah. cut your cloth. Um, yeah, we're all very fickle, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, but what, what, do, what do we think about um, playing on Sunday? I'm just going to get thrown completely on Saturday morning, <laughs> wandering around going, what am I supposed to be doing today? Um, but how, how do we think the game's going to go? Joe, Joe how, do you, how do you see it going? Um, well, I was gutted uh, to miss the uh, away fixture. I didn't realise that the tickets were going on sale at 9am and I was, <laughs> I was in a Spanish lesson. So then I checked my phone at break, saw they were all gone, screamed oh. and moved on. <laughs> uh, so I was, I was annoyed, but, you know, we move on. Um, I, I, I just, I kind of just think, it, I think it'll be a, a brilliant atmosphere. It's sold out, which is some big thing for Sutton. Because we last night's attendance, to be fair, was pretty good. Three three for a three thousand three hundred for a, for a night. It didn't game. seem like that. So I was like, <laughs> I know it didn't, but I suppose there are a lot. There are a lot of Gillingham fans. Um, but you know, I think it will be a really nice atmosphere. I think it will be on the pitch less so. I think it will be very feisty. I think every you'll go for. I think I hope we get some of that fighting spirit that we had in that last fifteen minutes last night. I hope we have that just drive to in the last possible sense, get six points over on them because, you know, be be a lovely thing to do. I think it will be very close. And I think it, I don't think that they're, 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 you guys are about four positions above us, but you're about three points ahead. Yeah. I think it's, 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 it's uh, a two point, even, even closer. So I think it's just whoever, whoever, whoever kind of turns up on the day and whoever comes into it with complete enough to just throw yourself into it. And I think from what the, cause you're, uh, from what I can tell, we're both we're both coming into form, and I think it could be. I don't. I don't. I think I have a horrible feeling that we could. It could be like a, a three-two or like a four-three. Oh, I think it could be very open. I think it could be very open. I don't know which way that will go, but I think it could be a very. It could. It will either be very cagey, very edgy, lots of little fouls, like it was last time, very scrappy, or it could be. I think it could be a, a really just fun game to watch between two sides trying to just throw their be- absolute best at each other. Oh, you poor so, sweet boy. That's why it's, it's never going to be a fun game to watch. It's going to be horrible. It's, it's going yeah, um, to be Louis, Louis caused all sorts of eruptions. Well, your keeper, your Papa John's keeper, caused all sorts of eruptions yeah. at the end of the Papa John's uh, match. Um, apparently, yeah. he, was, he was having a go at the fans, and Louis was like, I'm not having that. And then, um, as they all steamed over, I'm checking off names, going right. Who's not there? Come on, come on. Um, <laughs> but so I love, I, I love that kind of thing because it's like there's the to given us. Um, but Josh, what, what do you, what do you, what do you see happening? What do you think is going to be? Well, well, we were at that away fixture, and to be honest, I think the first five minutes will be crucial. I can't remember the name of the massive guy in your midfield, the really tall one. That's probably um, Harry Pell. Uh, yeah, I think so, and. It was a challenge near us where he got into the box and referee kind of like, no, booked him for simulation or something like that. And from that point on, the whole team looked disjointed from Wimbledon. For me, he was in the middle of the park, he was screaming at everyone, but not like, you know, constructive, like, do this, do that. It was literally having to go. And I felt, and then you're, it, it depends if you take your chances as well, because like, there were many chances early on against us yeah. where I think, 
it was a striker like missed from two yards out. I was like, we thought I thought it was in. <laughs> I never, I thought it was in. I was like, oh my god, how's it hit? You know, it's, it's gone off the post when he's, he's missed. So I think you have you have the you know the, the firepower up front to cause us trouble. Well, I think yesterday our defensive performance was good, and I think it's going to be a, a very close match. It's going to be. I think many chances. I'm hoping many chances. It just yeah. depends who gets under you know per- other person's skin, and if whoever does that, I think it's going to have the best chance of winning. Because I felt yes, we got that that win, um, but points in that game, I was, was thinking Wimbledon should score here. You know, you were having really good chances, but you just I just felt you're a little bit rattled, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, I think it should be a good game. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Again, sweet, sweet boy. Um, <laughs> Come on, baby. Let's be, let's be realistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it is going to be um, a feisty affair. I think uh, we had a red card um, a couple of days ago, but that's been overturned. I think you know there will be bookings. I, I probably see a red card. I think f- for me the key is Ayuba Sal, who I mentioned earlier on. If he's given any sort of freedom, then he can cause Sutton big problems. I would imagine, though, that um, he will be targeted and I think, you know, he, he'll be roughed up. And I think that that is the key battle. The opening 15 minutes is, is very interesting to see how Sutton cope with him, how they deal with him, how he de- deals with it um, and how Wimbledon respond. I think that, for me, is the, is the key battle. And I think it is an early one just to see how it goes. But I think the longer that the game goes on, I think Wimbledon... Are stronger now than, than than we were at the start of the year. Um, we we went a goal behind um, uh, yesterday, last night. I'm, I'm confused of all the days. Thursday is just such a weird day to play football. But um, yeah, we, we went a goal down and then come back and, and won two one. And you know, Wimbledon don't usually have that fighting spirit at the moment. It's usually if you go behind, you know, then we can see a couple more, and then it's kind of a bit of a damp squib at the end of the match. Um, but the fact that we did overturn that um, was quite impressive yesterday. So I'm hoping that we're finding some sort of steely resolve as well because we've got this unbeaten run going. Um, we want to obviously keep it going. But of course, with that, brings more pressure. And yeah, I just don't want it to end against Sutton, that's all. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm kind of like, actually, we've got over the Christmas period, we've done six points already. So um, if we if we end up with a draw, I'm not I'm not too bothered. It's a nice unbeaten run over Christmas. Someone did point out that our Christmas period last year we had a 100% record, and mm. there's only a few clubs that can get a 100% record, and we're one of them for this year as well. So that that also would be quite nice to do. Um, but I, I feel it's going to be a, a a slog for both sets of fans, and we're all yeah. going to be having make sure you double socket because it's going to be cold. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it, and it, and it will be and it will be unpredictable. I mean, we we was in the um, Papa John's uh, again. Was it earlier this week? I don't know. But we were three 0 up at half time. Mm-hmm. They end up losing on penalties. You know, yeah. we have that ability just to sometimes ship a, a, a big lead, um, and that's why I say it was quite good that we managed to turn it around yesterday. Um, I'm hoping for more of the same. But uh, yeah, I think it will be a few a few goals. Plenty of excitement, and I wouldn't be surprised to see a red card. Perfect. So that. <laughs> that that does wrap it up, guys. Um, thank you all for your time. Um, um, thank you for letting me intrude onto the, the sort of Twixmas, as everyone calls it. 
Um, you've got to spend some time with your family then, so she'll then go, right, actually, you better go now. Go and get out. <laughs> <laughs> so after the win of the game, I'm, it's the 100th episode. So you got on episode 99, so sorry about that. Oh. Um, so uh, 100th episode, I should be joined by Dan and Claire and Andy. Um, there's nothing special planned. I haven't got any jingles or anything lined up yet, but I have a whole uh, weekend. Well, if, well um, if you beat Wimbledon, if you beat Wimbledon, surely there must be a jingle. Oh, there, be a jingle. There'll, there'll yeah. have to be something I can think of. Um, but yeah, we're on all your normal platforms. Give us a shout out on all social medias at Sutton Podcast, and we will see you soon. So take care. Thanks for coming, joining in. Bye. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.